Alrighty. Hello and welcome to the next newest episode of Raging Witchcraft Podcast. I am your host as always, Sid, and today we are going to be talking about something a little bit different. I'm really excited for this episode because we're going to be getting into social media and how it affects your practice, how it affects your craft, how it affects your journey, how it affects your path, how it affects your research, your beliefs, everything. We're going to be getting really into that because as somebody who really started popping off over on TikTok when I had my TikTok account, this social media affected me in so many ways and affected my practice in so many ways that I didn't realize until I stopped posting on TikTok, until I deleted my TikTok account is when I finally realized, oh my God, I have not been focused enough on myself and my practice because I've been so wrapped up in making myself look good for social media to bring in more attraction, more, more followers, more business, et cetera, which, you know, it did me great. It did me great. It brought me some great business and I, I will always appreciate that. But the way that it affected me as a person and me as a witch was absolutely like fucking insane. Um, I did ask my Facebook group. So if you're not a part of my Facebook group, I do have a Facebook group called, um, ranging witchcraft. Um, and basically it's a non-judgmental safe space. It is a private group. You have to answer all of the questions in order to join. I'm very picky about who I let in there because of the fact that I try to make sure that it's a safe space. Now with safe spaces on social media, it hits different than when you're like simply just posting your practice on, you know, out in the open and public on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, whatever it may be, because with this closed private group that I have, we all understand the fact that your practice is personal. And with the fact that it's a safe space, like people are free to ask any questions in that group without being judged. People are able to post their practice without being criticized. And I really love that about the group. You guys, I just dropped my tablet. Give me one second. I have my tablet because I want to read off some of the um, stuff that was said. Everything is going to be anonymous. So if you are listening to this and you did give me input, just know that your name will not be said. Everything is anonymous. Again, safe space. We try to keep it that way. But before I got into how it affected others and like the input that others, you know, let me in on, I did want to talk about how it affected me. So I've talked about before how when I first like actually openly started practicing, um, I was already 20. I was, you know, moved into an apartment with my boyfriend and and up until that point, I was closeted. I was literally just researching um, ever since the day that my mom and my dad found everything that I had um, when I was living with them and, you know, threw everything out is essentially when um, I kind of realized, okay, you know, I can't practice the way that I want to practice. So I really just focused on research. I was researching on Pinterest, researching on Google Chrome, re literally like cross-referencing everything. So for those of you who are a part of my Patreon, you'll notice a lot of the lessons lately have to do with the things that I wrote down at the beginning of my practice. Like yesterday, um, yesterday's post was witch charms. And there were like fucking like 45 different types of like little witch charms that you can utilize in your home and your space and your practice that we went over. And I made sure I said like, I'm just letting you guys know I am going to be naming off the ones that I have tried personally that have worked because it, they were witches charms that I got from fucking Tumblr. And 
I'm not going to sit there and share something like that when I haven't personally tried it or not only that cross-referenced it, but everything I said in that post worked out. So if you guys are interested in that, you can definitely go check it out. It's on Practical Magic um, on my Patreon, The Craft, Hellboy, The Magician all have access to that tier. So if you are a part of any of those, you should have seen it anyways. But when I started openly, openly practicing is when I finally caved and I'm like, I'm going to, you know, hop on the bandwagon and you know what, fuck it. I'm going to get, I'm going to get me, um, a TikTok account. And that's kind of where that started because I finally got the TikTok account and immediately I started seeing on my FYP, like witchy stuff. And I'm like, people do this in public. People really do this in public. Like I am terrified to do something like this in public, but people openly post videos about their craft, about their practice, about which tips, things like that, like openly in a public platform. So I'm like, oh, well, let me give this a try. Let me just try it. So essentially, I think one of the first videos I ever posted, which wise was my sun water. And <laughs> that video got so much criticism because I make my sun water a little bit different, differently than a lot of other people do. And mind you, like I was in a position where, you know, I was so excited to be able to openly practice without having to worry about other people judging me. Like, you know, my boyfriend was accepting of it and, you know, I wasn't living with his mom anymore. This was our space. And I was able to have an open space where I was able to practice witchcraft. And that was exciting for me. Um, sorry, guys, my cat is going a little nuts right now. Um, but I was, I was excited about it. So I posted that, um, video about Florida water or not Florida sun water, sorry, sun water. Um, and in that sun water, I used lavender, I used lemons, oranges, and rosemary, I believe. And there was another thing that I used in that. I just can't remember. And people were getting on me talking about, oh, well, that's going to mold and this and that, like not even understanding, like, because with that video, I didn't really give any context. I didn't let people know, Hey, once I'm done making this, I strain it. <laughs> I strain it because if those herbs are continuously sitting in that water, it is going to mold. And I don't want moldy sun water, but I strained it when I was done after it was charged in the sun. And nobody asked, nobody asked that everybody was just like, that's going to mold. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Now, as time went on, social media genuinely started like TikTok really wrapped me in that app had me wrapped around its finger and I was literally doing anything and everything that other people wanted to see not what I wanted to post but posts that other people wanted to see posts that I knew would get other people's attention and it wasn't for me anymore it was for other people it was for the platform it was for the followers it was for the people who were watching my account like that's who it was for it wasn't for me anymore Anyways, um, it wasn't for me anymore. And it got to a point where it was kind of scary because when I deleted my TikTok account, because of the fact that my, my literal routine was wake up, get ready, do my makeup, get dressed, whatever, and post on TikTok. That was my routine was post on TikTok. And then at night, you know, I would focus on my practice. I would do spells for myself, but even still, I would still be posting on TikTok, even as I was, I was doing those things. And it just, it really wrapped me in and sucked me in because I'm like, I, I love this. I love having the supporters that I do. I love having the platform that I do. And don't, please don't ever think that I like regret having you guys as supporters and regret having that platform as a whole. Cause I don't, I don't. It was just the fact that when I deleted that app is when I actually finally had time for myself. It was so weird 
getting out of the routine where the next day, you know, I would wake up and I'm like, I don't have to get ready. I don't have to do my makeup. I don't have to get dressed because there's, I'm not making videos on TikTok. So I don't, I don't have to do anything. So that really opened my eyes to like how time consuming it was because I was so focused on that app and I was so focused on, you know, having validation from outside sources from other people who I didn't even fucking know. And it really hit me in the face. And I'm like, why, why did I do that? And that's, that's essentially the moment where I was like, you know what, you know, granted with all the drama and shit that happened before I left, that kind of plays a part in it too. But that was a moment where I was like, you know what, I'm never getting this app again. I'm never getting this app again. And for those of you who are wondering, like, cause I've, I've gotten asked this a couple of times, like, what's your input on the whole TikTok ban girl? I hope they do it. I know that sounds so bad. I know it sounds so bad, but I hope they do it because that app is so toxic. Now you can post pictures, you can take videos, post reels on Instagram, which is great. And I love that. Absolutely love that. Um, but at the end of the day, like the reason why I low key hope that it does get banned is because for all of those witches who are out there, because witch talk is a really big part of TikTok. Granted, I know that there's different aspects to it, but witch talk is a really big part of it. So it's like, I want to see what happens. I want to, you know, when I had my TikTok, I would always talk about it all the time where I was like, the witches who are doing it for the aesthetic, the witches who are quote unquote learning from other videos or other people or literally copying spells word for word from other people. I want to see what happens to them if this app is no more. And I talked about that very often. So now that, you know, it's in the air that, okay, you know, this app might be, um, might be banned. I want to see that. I want to see the changes. I want to see the toxicity dissolve because of the fact that that app would no longer be no more. Now I'm not saying that it's actually going to happen. I don't know what's going on with that, but that's just my opinion. That is my opinion. You can't get mad at me for it. I've been asked. There's my opinion. I hope it happens because I don't want y'all dealing with the fucking toxicity that you guys are dealing with. And I get told all the time, like after you left TikTok, Sid, it got so much worse. Like you were literally the start of the chain and it got so much worse. And I'm like, you know what? Granted, yeah, I was the start of the chain and fuck you all. Genuinely, I know that was really loud, but fuck you all who tried so hard to tear me down and wasted so much time to find my information, to find my family's information, to find my, um, my boyfriend's information, to find my kids information. And I'm going to let you in on one thing. I'm gonna let you in on one thing and we're going to move on. For those of you who said that I was racist towards my daughter, because my daughter has darker skin than my son. I just want you to know that they are both mixed. My son may have white skin, but he is mixed. He is Italian, Puerto Rican, and black. Come for me. Anyways, it really affected me. Like it, that app truly sucked me into a point where I was literally like I was losing myself. I wasn't only losing myself, but in a way I was losing my practice because I was so wrapped up into, okay, this is my routine. I need to post videos. I need to post. I need to post. I need to post. Not Hey, Sydney, why don't you put the fucking phone down for a second and focus on your real life and your real craft and not do, do things for, you know, other people and actually do something for your goddamn self for once. And that really hit me, really hit me. Um, and, you know, after, you know, I stopped having TikTok, I took a, I took a little bit. It took a little bit for me to kind of get back on my feet. And that's perfectly OK. Like we have feelings. We're fucking human. 
Um, and when I finally got back on my feet, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go even harder on Instagram. I'm going to create a business page on Facebook, which you guys would be so proud of me. I hit 3k on my business page on Facebook. And it makes me so happy because I'm like, I, I'm literally rising from the ashes and Kim, Kim, miss Kim. If you're listening to this right now, Kim always told me that she saw me as a Phoenix rising from the ashes. She knew it was going to happen. And guess what, Kim, it's fucking happening because I am rising from the ashes. I am gaining my businesses back. I'm getting back what the fuck was taken from me so easily and so fast. But guess what? Now it's not going to be taken away from me so easily. And not only that, so with the whole social media thing, this kind of goes into the drama that happened with me. Um, everybody say hi, Saffron. She's very interested in me recording this podcast. Um, hi, Bubbies. Hi, Bubbies. Um, <laughs> But it it ties the whole social media situation. It does tie into um, the whole drama that happened with me, for example, because I like people are so quick to criticize you, to judge you, to try and correct you on something that they don't even know. So when it comes to us making mistakes, especially in witchcraft, those mistakes, those mistakes are deemed they're not even deemed as mistakes. They're literally deemed as like, you should go to jail for this because you made a fucking mistake. Like that's how bad it is. People literally go so hard when you make a mistake, not like you're human, not like mistakes are inevitable, not like you would learn from it or anything like that. So it's like, it literally ties in. So, you know, me as witchy kid Sid and me as a raging witch were completely different. Those two sides of me, those two aspects of me, completely fucking different. And people thought, okay, well, you made us, you made a mistake a year and a half ago. So we're going to bring that up because of the fact that that goes to show who you are now, not understanding yet again, we are human. We, you know, mistakes are inevitable and we change and we change. We change. I am not the same person I was a fucking month ago, let alone fucking two years ago. The fuck you think this is genuinely. And it made me so mad because it's like, I never got a chance to actually defend myself. It was like, if you're not apologizing, you can shut the fuck up and leave. And that's, that's what it was for the whole, like, what was it like seven or eight months that I was dealing with that? I was never able to defend myself. So it was either I just shut the fuck up and continue what I was doing, or I left because, or either that, or I apologize and apologize for what now, for those of you who are on TikTok, um, specifically on Witch Talk, if you know about the fact that after I left, they continued to do those lives where they would have a couple POC BIPOC people in the lives and they would start calling people out like the fucking witch police. Not only that, I got I want you guys to know something. Those witch police preach racism, preach not being racist, preach this, preach that, right? So if you're going to preach that, how the fuck are you going to racially profile my friend? Because one of my friends who is a Latina was racially profiled and called Mexican. But that's okay. That's okay to you guys. Because once someone shows, hey, I have power, even if they don't, everybody follows. Everybody follows. Nobody wanted to listen to me. Nobody wanted to listen to my story. <laughs> Why? Because I'm white. Not understanding the fact that I'm always actively decolonizing my practice. I'm speaking to POC and BIPOC friends and communities and asking questions and making sure that I am being respectful with not only my life, but also my practice. 
which decolonization is extremely important. It's always important to ask questions. And, you know, there are some people who do get a little bit annoyed. Like, why are you asking me this? Is it because I'm not white? Like, you're only asking me this, which is yes and no, because we want to ensure that we're being respectful. Now, there's a difference between literally going to someone just because they're not the same skin color as you versus going to someone because you know that they were raised in a different culture, community, lifestyle to where you are able to ask them, is this respectful? Because I trust you. I'm trusting your input because I don't want to disrespect you. I don't want to disrespect anybody else. And it goes, it goes a lot deeper than that, but we're, <laughs> we're going to get back on track, but either way. So understanding the, the fact that like that app literally tied me in so much that knot was so tight and took so long to unweave and undo it, it was bad. It was really bad. And I, I honestly, like, I hated myself because I'm like, I made a mistake a year and a half ago. And this mistake is affecting me now. Like what, what is this? And it all started with one person. Now here's another thing that goes into the whole social media construct, which is making friends off of social media, which I have a lot of friends who have met on TikTok and I'm still friends with, but it's, in, it's, it's extremely important to focus on the red flags because the first ever friend that I made on, on witch talk, um, we were supposed to do like a collab together or something. And it ended up, she was extremely jealous of me because I had more of a following than her. And then she started like going around talking a bunch of shit about me. Now I didn't really understand that because I'm like, you know, everybody is in their own pace. And not only that, I can't help how many people follow me. I'm so sorry. Do you want me to put my account on private and not approve anybody to follow me? Cause I have a public platform for a reason. It's public. Like people can follow me. I'm so sorry. But she was so mad at the fact that I had a bigger following than her and lashed out. Now I was only friends with her for like a month, a month, a month, you guys versus other friends that I've had for over a year who have met on TikTok, who Mind you, the drama started from someone who I used to be friends with and I stopped being friends with her because she critiqued my entire practice. The way that I made rose water was wrong. The way I constructed spell work was wrong. The way I did this was wrong. The way I did that was wrong. The way I did this was wrong. Everything was wrong to her. And it's like she didn't understand the fact that practice was personal. And, you know, I I work with my grandmother. My grandmother is my my spirit guide. And a lot of the spell work that I do is with her. And she teaches she's still to this day in spirit teaches me quite a lot. So it's like, you know, I'll be explaining to her like, yeah, my grandma taught me this and I'm really excited to try it. Oh no, that's wrong. You need to do it this way. That's wrong. And it was literally like that for months to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a step back. A couple of days later, I got a notification that she was screenshotting our Snapchat messages. Mind you, this bitch was going back a whole fucking year, a year worth of Snapchat messages just to screenshot it just to go on TikTok and just to start that entire domino effect that happened in order for me to, to leave. Now, I will say that she is no longer on that app and fuck you, bitch, because that's what you fucking deserve. But either way, we're not going to be petty today. <laughs> we're not going to be petty today. Um, but yeah, so be careful with the people who you meet too, because you never know what their true intentions are because you're not speaking to them face to face. You're speaking to them through an app. You're speaking to them through online, through your phone. Like they are not sitting in front of you to where you can actually read their energy. They, I feel like people who you're friends with who do shit like that over the phone, especially like the people that you never actually meet while you're friends with them, tend to take that to heart and like think that they have some sort of power over you because of the fact that you don't know them in person. Get off. 
stop that, Ron. Sorry, y'all. My cat is like on drugs right now. What are you doing? Anyways. Okay, so. Excuse me. Oh, that didn't feel good. Anyways. So we're going to go ahead and start reading a couple things that, um, a couple pieces of input that my lovely, lovely group members let me in on. So let's get started. Okay, so first one. Um, someone said, okay, this is a good one. Something I noticed within the witch community is a lot of jealousy slash hate and picking apart other witches. This causes people to close down and retreat back into the closet, so to speak. We should all be able to share parts of our practice without being torn down by other witches. Now for a positive, I have been able to adopt some witch tips from other practitioners that have helped me in my practice. Despite who the, despite those who hate on us, I have effectively been able to build my small business and been able to help those who truly need the guidance and healing I have to offer. And I love that. I love that for you. I love that for you. I love that for you. And it goes to show like, it's really important to understand where you're putting your energy because with social media, it's so much easier to put your energy into something that doesn't serve you rather than if it was in real life, like you would be like, mm, no, I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to like reevaluate that because I don't think I want to put my energy into that. But on social media, it's a whole different story. People are so quick to be like, you know what? I don't like this person or I don't like this video. I'm going to put my energy into it because I just fucking feel like it. But if it was someone who was sitting in front of you, recreating the spell that you just watched in a video are you gonna really be like mm, no i don't like that i'm gonna say this to your face people think that they have power because of the fact that they are through a fucking screen and it's really sad because it's like these people are nothing like they are online in real life like granted i try to be as you know true and real as i am um on tiktok as i am in person um, and you know, I have gotten compliments on the fact that like, Hey, um, I met you in person and you're actually literally just like you are on the app. So I appreciate that. And I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the acknowledgement, but it's like, there's a lot of people out there who deem themselves to be one thing just so you can think that they're one thing. And then in real life, they're the complete opposite. Like, for example, some of the bitches that were bullying me, I listen, y'all when I dig deep, I dig deep. I found out where someone lives, who they live with, where they work, the town, et cetera, how many animals they had, what their animals' names were, what kind of car they drove. You are nothing like you are on social media, babe. And I could have, I could have been a petty bitch and I could have gone public with that, but I, I didn't. I, I, I still have the information saved and I have it saved for good reason because if I need to sue somebody, I will fucking sue somebody. Might be the white privilege in me and I'm sorry, but if I need to fucking take you to court, for defamation, I will. I will. Point blank period. I will. Anyways, I feel like that sound that made me sound really white and I'm sorry. Um, but seriously, like that's that's where I was. When all of that shit was going on, that's where I was. I was like, if I can have that information, if I can find their information and I can sue them, I will. I will. I will sue you. I will take you to court. I will. And guess what? That's on your record for at least three years. If, even if you get it expunged, you have to wait three years at least, depending on what state you're in. But either way, um, where this person was saying, you know, um, this causes people to close down and retreat back in, into the closet, so to speak. Yes. Yes. It makes people feel like their practice is not validated. And that's really sad. Like, why would you, you, you want your practice to, you know, be validated? So why the fuck would you go around? 
you know, affecting other people's practices, making other people feel like their practices are validated, knowing damn well that practice is personal. And that's really what it comes down to is practice is personal and people will preach that all day, but then sit here and criticize and judge and bombard you because you did something wrong because it's not what they do in their practice. Now, this is why I appreciate elder witches so much because I have a lot of elder witches who I'm personally friends with because I love having conversations with them. Not only do I always learn something from them because elder witches will even tell you like they're, you know how the saying goes like research never ends. Even elder witches will tell you research literally never ends. Those people are like 40s through their 60s, still researching, still learning new things. But point is, is like with conversations with elder witches, like they are nothing, 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 nothing like how the modern day quote unquote, which is today. And that is because they practiced in solitude. And with practicing in solitude, they were able to validate their own practice. They were able to appreciate their own practice. And if there were, there was any criticism, it would be from themselves. It wouldn't be from an outside party. It would be from themselves. And I, I appreciate that because it's like, you were hard on yourself rather than someone else being hard on you because you being hard on yourself and then someone else being hard on you, those are two completely different things. And there's always two completely different reactions to that because you being hard on yourself, you're like, okay, I want to be better. But someone else being hard on you, that's not them wanting you to be better. That's them wanting to quite literally tear you down. And as somebody who has gone through that, that's what it is. They want to tear you down. And it's so sad because it's like, why? Why, why do this? Why be like this? Why tear other people down when you can simply just be harder on yourself for your own practice? And it, it took a while for me to understand, like, these people just clearly aren't healing and healing. So I have been on a fucking healing kick lately. I don't know what the hell is going on, but I have been doing a lot more work with my healing than I have before. And with the extra healing that I've been doing lately, I've also been helping others. And it's like with my own healing, it makes me want to help others. Like, for example, um, if you are not a part of my Into Your Divine um, Zoom membership on Patreon, I would definitely subscribe. They are biweekly Zoom sessions for an hour on Thursdays where we talk about the shadow self. We talk about the inner child, inner teenager. We talk about healing. We talk about opening yourself up. We talk about your gifts. We talk about clairs. We talk about everything. Um, there are three spots available. So if you guys are interested, I would definitely go because we get into that. And it's simply because of the fact that like I teach witchcraft so much that I was like, you know what? I'm healing myself. Why don't I help other people heal too? Why don't I talk about experiences and have discussions with people? Because it's not me just simply like talking the entire Zoom session. It's me having a discussion with you guys having a discussion about what you know about where you're at about what you want to know about any questions you have it's a discussion and i love that i love having discussions rather than just simply like teaching and i i just i love being able to offer that so if you guys are interested again there's three spots available it is on my patreon it is a little pricey but it is fucking worth it definitely worth it we've only had two classes so far we're still in the very beginning so if you are interested go sign up but either way either way. Um, it just, with the whole healing thing, it just, it goes to show like who's working on themselves and who's not, because with my healing, like, I just want to help people. I 
have become, I used to be such a petty bitch, you guys. <laughs> I used to be such a petty bitch, especially on TikTok, because people would piss me off all the time with their criticism. And I'm like, listen, like, ooh, like, leave me alone. Leave me, genuinely, leave me alone. But it got to a point where I'm like, I started working on myself so much more. And I'm like, you know what? I literally just want to help people. I want to help people learn how to heal themselves because everybody needs healing. Everybody don't think you're fucking perfect because there is not one soul on this planet who is perfect. Everybody needs healing in their own way. And it might not match up to somebody else, but that's okay because your timeline, your journey, your path is personal back into the whole personalization and the fact that everything is fucking personal. Stop thinking that it's okay to compare yourself to other people's journeys, timelines, practices, craft, path, because it's nothing like yours and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Their practice is different for a reason because it should not be the same as your practice. Guess what? Because of the fact that practice is personal, because of the fact that your timeline, your path is personal, it is never going to look the same as somebody else's. And that is okay because that is how it's supposed to be. And I'm just going to let that sink in for a second. Because understanding that practice is personal is, it's, it's important. It's fucking important. Um, so we are moving on to um, another input. So we have, for me personally, it can put a lot of pressure on me at times. I tend to feel anxious watching others constantly post their practice. Like it makes me somehow less of a witch for not practicing constantly. So I have to remind myself it's okay if I don't have the spoons for it. On the other hand, it has good sides like being a part of non-toxic communities such as this group where we can share and support one another in our personal practice without judgment, which is the whole reason why I have the group. So thank you for saying that because that made me feel good because that's the whole reason why I have that group is so you don't feel judged because it's a safe space. But as for feeling like you're less of a witch because, you know, you have other people who are practicing more than you do. But you also have to think about the fact that other people have a lot more freedom in their lives than you might. Like you might be going to school and working at the same time and, you know, come home super tired and not be able to practice anything. And guess what? That is okay. That is okay. If you come home and you're tired, that is okay. If you're having a mental breakdown and you are beating yourself up because you're like, I can't do a spell or I can't give an offering or I can't do this. Stop. We are human. We are human. Something that I have learned over time, especially with working, like doing deity work, is that my deities, they're divine beings. So like they don't understand the concept of human, of being, you know, emotional and having feelings and having a mental you know, mental illnesses and mental health issues and things like that. Like they don't, they don't understand that. So it's like being vocal with your deities, with your gods, goddesses, daemons, et cetera. Being vocal is very important because a lot of the time your deities will be like, oh, well, can I have this? Or could I, you know, have a new offering or could you pull some cards with me? And if you don't have the energy to do that, that is okay. Voice it. Be like, you know what? I don't have the energy to do so right now. And if I do that, I'm going to be completely drained and I need to rest and recharge. And that's okay because we are human because of the fact that we have feelings, we have emotions, we have mental health. So thank you for that. Thank you for that input. Um, and then we have another one. Hold on. Let me, let me pull it up for you. So the next one says, personally, 
I had to delete social media except for this one. It can be, it became so toxic for me. I was constantly comparing my work to others and thinking mine had to look like theirs and not being authentic to myself and my own craft. It was a huge, heavy influence and it eventually made me doubt myself and my craft just because I let someone else's view and perfecting it through social media. But now finding a group that isn't judgmental or pushes anything onto you, it's a work in progress. And I appreciate you guys being vulnerable first and foremost um, with your responses because I do appreciate it. And it's this is the whole reason why I wanted to talk about this is because of the fact that social media affects your practice so much more than people let on because you see someone else doing, you know, I personally, I follow some people on Instagram who their, their videos, their work, it just, it looks so pretty and it just, it looks so beautiful and amazing. And it's like, I have to remind myself, my practice isn't going to look like that because I have my own personal practice and I like the way mine looks. Mine is is aesthetically pleasing to me and that's what matters. And, you know, beating yourself up because your practice doesn't look like someone else's can be very unhealthy because you get to a point where you're like, I'm not doing this right. Even if you are, even if you are doing it right, you beat yourself up and you're like, I'm doing something wrong simply because of the fact that my work doesn't look like theirs. And it can be very hard and tough on you because you start beating yourself up for something that, you know, someone just publicly posted without any intentions of, you know, hurting anybody else's feelings or making you beat yourself up. Like they didn't, they didn't mean anything by that. And you know that, but it's you being hard on yourself because you're like, okay, you know, my spell work doesn't look like that. When I pull cards, it doesn't look like that. When I do deity work, it doesn't look like that. But it's important to remember, it doesn't look like that for a reason. It doesn't look like that because it is personal to you because it's yours. It's what you want to do. And if you want to get more in tune with your work and make it more aesthetically pleasing, by all means, go ahead and do it, but make it yours. Stop feeling like other people posting their work is a construct of, okay, they're posting that because I need to see it because I'm not doing that and I need to do that. No, it's it's literally just a, a public platform where someone felt comfortable enough to post that. So don't get mad at yourself. Don't get mad at them because of the fact that it's important to realize how personal your practice is and how personal your spell work is going to look and your, your craft in general, it's going to look different because it's personal. Now, if you start seeing a pattern of people's practices and, you know, work and spell work and et cetera, looking the same, it's because of the fact that they had that mindset because they're like, you know what? My shit needs to look like that because mine doesn't look like that. And they have more traction. They have more supporters. They get less criticism. So I need to look like that. And it's a pattern. It's literally a domino effect. And as soon as you start doing that, you're going to feel uncomfortable. As somebody who has gone through a phase of trying to make my shit look aesthetically pleasing like someone else's work, it's draining because it's never going to be the same. It's never going to be the same. And it got to a point where I felt so uncomfortable with my practice because I'm like, this is not me this isn't me. This isn't, this doesn't feel like me. This is not my energy. Like this, this isn't me. And I had to take a break for a couple of days. I got off of social media, didn't post whatever, like focus on me, focus on my craft. And I got back into what was right for me. And sometimes you just need to take a break. Sometimes you need to take that step back, retreat, recharge, reevaluate, retreat, recharge, reevaluate, retreat, recharge, reevaluate. Please remember that. If you are in a mindset of I'm doing something wrong because someone else's work looks like that, retreat, recharge, reevaluate. Because you can't reevaluate when you are very low spoons. You can't. 
I'm sorry, but you can't, you can't successfully reevaluate and, um, self-reflect on what you're doing and what your mindset is. If your mindset is literally in that state. So it's important to understand that. Um, and then we have one last little input from someone. This one is a little bit longer. Um, my experience with social media when it comes to my practice is bittersweet. Before I got into my practice, I had a lingering feeling that I wanted to pursue it, but never did. Then one day on TikTok, I saw witchcraft pop up. And after looking at more videos, I was immediately drawn to it. And the rest is history. However, three years later, I look back at how I was influenced by social media very early in my practice because I didn't know any better. I felt that I needed all kinds of crystals, herbs, a perfect altar, and that I needed to know everything before I could start. I was so overwhelmed and almost gave up, but I, but then I actually stumbled across your page. I quickly learned that I needed to buy books and do research. Hell yeah. We love that. We love that. <laughs> um, so I put a pin in the materialistic things and bought so many books. Nowadays, I don't turn to social media anymore because most things on witchcraft aren't usually reliable unless I know where to look. Yes. So I'm going to, I'm going to pause right there because, oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So beginner witches. And this is what I was talking about earlier, how, um, if TikTok does get banned, I would love to see how it ends up for all the people that are learning from videos and people on TikTok, right? Because I'm heavy on the do, do your own research. And we all know this. For those of you who followed me on TikTok, we all know that I am heavy, 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 heavy on doing your own research. Now, the fact that I was able to show someone, hey, stop looking outwards and go get a book. Go watch a YouTube video. Go Google something and cross-reference it. And now the fact that this person is saying, I don't trust, you know, social media anymore because it's not reliable literally goes to show how unreliable a lot of these videos and things are because you can't just take a spell that someone posted on social media and use it for your own because nine times out of 10, they didn't even use their herbs, right? Their herbs have fucking properties that they gave them rather than the properties that they already have. So it's really important to focus on the fact that it is important to do your own research because doing your own research validates your practice so much more because instead of, you know, relying on something you don't know, you can rely on yourself because you do know because you did the work to ensure that you know what the fuck you're doing. And I love the fact that this person added that in there because they know what the fuck they're doing because of the fact that they did their own research. So I'm just going to kind of like set that out there. So thank you so much for saying that because fuck yes. Um, anyways, uh, where was I? Um, I'm grateful for social media because I never would have found your page, but it was also almost the reason that I gave up because it was too much. Social media is great if you know how to use it and not get consumed or manipulated by it. Yes. So much. Yes. So much. Yes. Because I was literally just talking about the fact that I was sucked into TikTok. I wasn't doing my practice for myself. I was doing my practice for fucking social media. Social media is so toxic in so many ways, but when it comes to witchcraft and when it comes to your practice, it's so much more toxic because a lot of the shit that you see online is more than likely wrong. And that's why, that's another reason why, you know, I teach on my Patreon rather than teaching random videos, because if you're, if you want to learn, you have to put the effort into wanting to learn. You can't just watch a video real quick and be like, oh, <laughs> I know how to do that. So with my Patreon, my Patreon tiers go from $7 a month to $85 a month. 
and anywhere in between. So if you guys are interested, please go look at my Patreon because there's a lot of good stuff and there's content for almost two years. Content from two years, you guys, multiple times a week. So I would definitely go look into that. But either way, the reason why I have the Patreon is because I want people to actually want to learn. I want you to actually want to learn. And granted, yes, this is my income, but at the end of the day, it shows me who wants to learn because a lot of people want to learn for free. And that's, you know, where the whole me learn, you know, you guys learning things from people's videos comes in because it's free. It's online. It's for free, right? But you don't know if it's true. You don't know if that's reliable. You don't know if it's accurate. So with my Patreon, not only do I post links and such, but I also get into conversations about how I learned things and about how I came across this or did this or whatever. Everything is super in-depth on my Patreon. And that's why I created it because I wanted to have a, you know, a platform where people could genuinely learn if they wanted to. And that's my Patreon. Um, so we are on to our last words. I'm going to pull um, a quick little oracle card real quick. To give us a going away message because I could listen, y'all. I could honestly, I could talk about this for days, hours, days, weeks, months. I could talk about this for so long because the the conversation never ends. The toxicity will never end. And if it, you know, if it ends on TikTok, there's still toxicity on Instagram. I'm just not around it. Instagram is a lot easier to like weave your way through. And I really appreciate that about it because it's a lot easier for me to like kind of weed myself out of the toxic shit and kind of like back into the shit that's actually accurate and reliable and not toxic um, rather than TikTok where literally everybody's just fucking criticizing everybody. And it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, so we're going to pull a card real quick. Oh, oh. What card do we have? Okay. Stop settling for friends, relationships, jobs, etc. Let it go. And I love that. Stop settling. Stop settling. Stop settling for social media. Stop settling for fucking um, bullshit research. Stop settling for inaccurate videos. Take control. Do your fucking research. And validate yourself. Validate your own practice. Because that is what is important. Anyways, I hope that you guys enjoyed this. I want to say thank you again to everybody who had some input put in um, for this episode. I really, really do appreciate it. Brought up some really good things that I didn't think about talking about. So thank you. And also, thank you guys for telling me how much of a safe space and non-judgmental space I have on my Facebook. So I appreciate you guys. Um, but yeah, so... There's that. Um, I'm going to stop before I get ahead because if I don't stop, I'm going to be talking for another five hours and you guys don't want to listen to a six hour podcast. So <laughs> um, just know that I appreciate you guys and just know that I genuinely like I want you guys to be able to validate your own practice. I want you guys to be able to appreciate your own practice without judging your own practice because of other people. All right. You've got this. I love you. And blessed be.